Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham, and I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. So we are here today to talk about Love is Blind, uh, episodes 9, 10, and 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do that, we have a couple of segments. Fun segments. New segments <laughs> that we're going to do. Um, if you just want to get straight to the Love is Blind, just fast forward. Fast forward. I don't fast know. Forward. 15, 20. I don't know. I don't know like how 10 long minutes. this is going to take us. No. I mean, maybe we'll be generous and I'll make a note of when the timestamp is and we'll put it in there. Okay. Okay. Um, now I got to get out my pen here and make this note. But okay. otherwise, we had a couple of things that we just wanted to get off our chest, basically. <laughs> and so th- this segment is called Rebuttal. Yes. So, you know, it started out, you know, we fortunately, we don't get very many negative comments. Um People seem to like our podcast. <laughs> We've gotten some very nice, you know, yes, we very, have. very, very nice reviews. And if you've left a review, thank you. Yes, we, appre- we appreciate that is you. so nice because I know you took the time to do it and uh, it does not go unnoticed. Yes. And quite frankly, when we started this podcast, we, I mean, I truly thought the only people that would listen would, would be our mother and <laughs> maybe some randos. Yeah, a you few know friends. I mean? So the fact that we people are listening to us other than, you know, people that know us, it's thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it's, it. it's amazing. Um, but we have gotten a couple negative comments. <laughs> And we just wanted to have a little rebuttal. Yes. You know, we wanted to to address it. So oddly enough, these these negative comments, they tickle me. They really, really do. I just make me laugh because I feel like negative comments, you know, it's better. It just obviously we're striking a chord. And I think that's good because it means that I don't know. It just means that. We're doing something right. I mean, it's better to be, it's better to strike a chord than just to be so boring that people don't care. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, so, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to read a couple of them are from the Apple podcast. Um, So I'm going to read these and we'll talk about it. And then there's a one that we got the very first negative comment we ever got. Do you want to start with that one? Okay. Okay. You want to start. And this actually came, (laughs) this person who I believe is a man, I'm sure all these negative comments are from men. No, I think this guy, yeah. Should we say these people's names? No, no, no. Don't say the name, but this person didn't, he or she, I don't know, but, um, went and found our Instagram accounts, mm-hmm. like our personal Instagram, and left an Instagram direct message, message to both of us. To both of us. Um, and emailed us. To and the emailed us. Yeah. At Gmail account that we have. Yes. Okay. So that took a lot of time. Yeah. That was three messages. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, I went back and tried to find the DM. I can't find yeah, it. Yeah, neither. No. So anyway, you summarize what it, oh, yes. what it said. So this person, I believe, is a man and had a male name. 
was was responding to the Casey Anthony episode from very early on. And this person was upset because we made uh, one comment that we made was about Casey Anthony's father, who George, who was a police officer. And in the in the documentary, they mentioned that George was a police officer in, in Chicago and then suddenly was no longer on the force and they moved to Florida. And we both thought that we both said, okay, most likely he probably got kicked off the force Mm -hmm. because usually cops don't leave the force freely. It's, it's usually you get kicked off. He was very upset about that. And I will give it because he felt like we just blanketly, like, how dare we just assume that happened? And okay. I'm going to give I'm going to give you this because we don't know what happened. We We were just speculating. We were speculating because, again, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. These are all our own opinions opinions and speculations. Um, We, you know, and we try to say that when. Yeah. Unless we have some authority. But Um, and so the other thing was that this person was saying was that for two educated women, he they were surprised that we were so quick to believe Casey Anthony that she was innocent, that we believed her story, that, you know, that we were just a couple of suckers. Stupid. We were just stupid. And, um, okay. Okay. You know, fine. I mean, listen, maybe I'm a sucker. Maybe I am. Maybe I, uh, maybe I believe people too quickly. Maybe I am. I, I was not on that jury. I'm not a judge. I'm not mm. any of those people. I am a therapist and I have to believe people for the most part. And I'm an empathetic person and I try to see people's sides of their stories. Mm. And there there is nothing for me to gain by like trying to find the holes in her story. This was her opportunity for all of these years. Everybody's had their opinions out about Casey Anthony and what she did and what she didn't do. She has been, that girl has been raked through the coals. And whether or not she hurt her daughter or not, we don't know. And none of us are ever really going to know who did what but, but happened. But we are entitled to our opinions. Yes. This is a podcast. This is a. This is where we give our opinions. We talk mm-hmm. about things and we give our opinions. And that is our opinion. We have the right to it. And guess what? I am a lawyer. Okay. Yes, that is, and, tr- and, that is true. And girl. I did look at this with a critical eye. Mm-hmm. And I understand how hard it is for for someone to get an acquittal. Mm-hmm. I also was very swayed. If it was just Casey Anthony on there talking about it herself, maybe I wouldn't have been so swayed. I was really swayed by the fact that her entire legal defense team came on this documentary yeah. and defended her and actually told us you know, told us the things that yeah. that none of us knew, you know, that we gave us the information. Because when a case is in the media and it's being tried in the media, you're really only hearing one side. Yeah, you're really it's heavily, you know, the side of the prosecution. And you, you've you got all these talking heads who are heavily on the side of the prosecution. You really don't hear the defense. And here were, were the defense lawyers laying out facts mm-hmm. that I'd never heard before that were coming out for the first time. And so I was looking at it critically and, and I, that was my conclusion and that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I would, everyone's entitled to their opinion and I wouldn't call someone stupid for having a different opinion than mine. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you that's go. my rebuttal. Yes. Okay. Very good. 
Very good rebuttal, bro. Yes. Okay. See, this is why she's the lawyer. I always go to the the sensitive places <laughs> in the world. We just thought it was perplexing that this person felt the need <laughs> to really track us yeah, down and make sure make sure we knew and make sure that we knew their opinion. And then the funniest part was this person wanted us to know that they were going to give us a one star review, and then they gave us a two star review. <laughs> <laughs> so something happened between. Yeah, maybe the finger slipped. The finger slipped. So anyway, that's that's more Brooks rebuttal on that one. Okay, what's the next one? But also too, I do tend to believe the best in people. Yeah, and I because you know what, there's nothing wrong with that. And also, it's a good habit. Actually, it really is. It means that you're a good person. Yes, it does. When you tend to believe the best in people, and sometimes it gets you in trouble. But you know what? I would rather. I would rather be, you know, on that side than just like believe it or that but, everyone's bad. But the other part of it too is you, a big part about life is you do have to trust. Mm-hmm. You have to right. trust. You can't anxiety, survive. Ang- a big part about anxiety is the control or the lack of control. And the thing is, is that there's a good chunk. It's like, you have to trust. When, when we started this podcast, we had to trust that we were going to figure it out, that we were going to someone good would at listen, it, that someone was going to listen, that we would enjoy it, that we would get along and do it. Like if we did not have some level of positivity and trust and belief and faith, then that's very you true. Wouldn't, you wouldn't leave your goddamn no, house. You wouldn't take a chance you to go to school. You, yeah. You wouldn't become to, a lawyer. To I wouldn't move, become a therapist. Yeah. To just get in a relationship. Anything. Yes. People. Yes. Okay. Let's move okay, on. Okay. Let's move on. All right. So then, um, let's save that one for last. Where was the other one? Oh, okay. Now this one, the title of the of the uh, review is MAGA bashers <laughs> which I love and I wear this proudly and with a one-star yes. review so it says making the stupid decision to criticize conservatives because you simply Simply differ in opinion is simply alienating half the population. Mm. Won't be tuning in again. Okay. Okay. Well, whether you're tuned in or not, first of all, um, we don't criticize conservatives as a whole. No. We do criticize MAGA people, Trump supporters, and Trump. We hate Trump. Trump. And if you love Trump, then just don't listen. Goodbye. Yeah. This is not not the podcast for you. Um, and, and at this point, hello, back in 2015, 2016, when he got elected, I said to myself, okay, okay, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to wait and see. I did not vote for him, but I was willing to go. I'm going to wait and see what this man does. I'm going to wait and see. But this pandemic did not need to happen. No. Millions of people are dead because of him. And this billionaire that he claims to be is begging people for to, for, to pay for his attorneys. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to get into this because this is not a political yeah. podcast, well, but goodbye. And also, goodbye. Also, Bye-bye. Yeah. Also, um, half the population are not MAGA people. No, they are not. Not at all. No. And I'm not talking about... Ra- I'm not talking about, about like, conservatives of the old Republican yeah. Party. I have friends who are, you know, Republicans, the old Republican. Yeah, so like I don't the even, Reagan. It's hard to know what to call it anymore. Like the Reagan Bush, that era. Yeah, you can't call the the Republican Party doesn't exist anymore. There, It has become mm-hmm. there's like a MAGA party, the Democratic Party. And then there's this party of people who used to be Republicans. And now they don't kind of don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, some of them have def- defected and become Democrats or independents. But MAGA 
supporters do not make up half the population. And we're not trying to alienate. And we're here talking about these fucking stupid reality shows. Okay. (laughs) And, and, you know, and it's like we, we, and then we, we also like to talk about more serious stuff. And we have done some shows that were, you know, had some political elements to them, but you know, it's not a political podcast, but I, I love politics. I love to talk about it. So well, we it's do talk about, we talk about documentaries and there is, there, there are, are political things. Components. This is, listen, we're, yeah. this is, we don't. So fine. I don't care. Like, goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Okay. Last one. Um, oh, this one's the best. This is a doozy. <laughs> okay. So the title of this review is like them, but <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> but. This person gave... Now, I know this is a man. I'm going to say he... I can just tell by how it's written. Um, four stars, though. Yeah, okay. So well, thank you. We I appreciate that. I hope you're still here. I hope Hello. Yeah, we're not. I hope at, you're still listening. Ang- this, Listen, I'm not angry at any of these people. I, I hope you guys it's a, understand. It, this is just a rebuttal. Yes, it's a rebuttal. It's a rebuttal. Yes, to we're rebutting. Okay, so this is, this is the review. Okay, this is about the Chris Rock episode, which was just a few weeks back. Yes. Okay, listen to the Chris Rock episode, and they definitely took a comedian too literal. I'm so over people who listen to comics and find it too crass or think they are being serious. He was clearly joking about the punch card and the whole abortion part. Self-deprecation is part of his comedy. Also... Chappelle is not against trans people. He calls out the hypocrisy of the LGBTQ community and cancel culture and stands by his jokes about them. Jokes in all caps. Every other race, gender, culture is joked about by Chappelle, and they are included in that, and that's why he continues to lay into them, not because he's hateful. He's making a point. Why is this so difficult for everyone? If you're the type of person to say there's nothing funny about dot, 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 you are not fit to enjoy the art of comedy and should move on to something safer. Mm. Okay, now there's a lot in here. There's a lot to unpack in here. And I want to say... First of all, I mean, it, I don't know. He really went off on Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle was mentioned once for Very about briefly, 10 I seconds. I don't know what we even said. Well, I went back and I, um, okay, well, first, let me address the, the, the Chris Rock part. First of all, we started out the podcast gushing about yeah. Chris Rock. Gushing. How we, I love we, Chris Rock. We, we both love him. We both love Dave Chappelle, too, yeah, by, I love the, Dave Chappelle. by the way. I love Chris Rock. I talked about, I've seen Chris Rock live twice. Right. I love Chris Rock. Now, we discussed several of his jokes. Mm-hmm. The only joke that we did not like was the abortion joke. Because you know why? Because it's not funny. It's not funny. And, 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 not and funny at all. It was not a funny joke. And... I was not, quote unquote, offended by it. It wasn't that. It was not a funny joke. Plus, quite frankly, I just think I just I felt like the joke was beneath him. I really exactly. did. Exactly. I, I felt like that the, I was. felt like the joke was beneath Chris Rock, that Chris Rock is too smart, too funny, too clever yeah. to have made that joke. Yeah, it's a very hacky joke. It's a hacky joke. And he was he's above it. He is and, he is. and on another on another note of that I, I don't feel like men have the right to joke about abortion or menstruation or you know things certain things just as if i'm not on this podcast joking about erectile dysfunction or men's issues right you know i i just feel like on the whole if i was a male comedian i probably wouldn't joke i would not joke about abortion but 
again, I'm not going to make a big issue of it. I'm not going to get on my soapbox and tell people about that. I would, well, I would never do that. The issue that I had was that the joke was bad and it was beneath funny. Yeah. And so then the, how Dave Chappelle got looped into this was that, um, I went back and I listened to what, what Mm -hmm. we actually said. So about 23 minutes in, um, you were talking about what Chris Rock had said that his, his family would have trouble accepting someone in their family if they were um, gay or transgender. Mm -hmm. And then somehow Dave Chappelle's name got brought up. And I just said, making a distinguishing between Dave Chappelle and what Chris Rock was saying. Mm -hmm. And I I said something about how um, Dave Chappelle has a problem with um, transgender people because he doesn't believe um, that if you're born a wo- if you're if you're not born a woman you can just simply choose to identify as a woman and that is true Dave Chappelle has said it himself out loud he says he's team turf turf is an acronym it stands for trans exclusionary feminist and these are people who believe that um, transgender um, that okay trans how do I say this? Trans, uh, female transgender identity is not legitimate. You know, female transgendered. Ident- I don't like understand. you can't call yours. Basically, they don't believe that that transgender women belong in the traditional feminists. You, you I don't I'm not explaining this well. So that a transgendered all. woman cannot be a feminist. Well, they can't identify. Kind of. I don't know. You know, it, this is very confusing to me. And and that's and I've what, always been confused about this Dave Chappelle and the trans rights and the issues. I've oh, yeah, so I could not. I have no people have been talking about. It. I, I am so confused by it because I never understood. It's it. super confusing. And even last night I was trying to look up mm-hmm. like exactly, you know, what he has said and what it means and everything. And like, I still can't even articulate it today. So all I was saying that there w- was that there was a difference between the things that Dave Chappelle um, says and that joke that Chris Rock had or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God. I mean, and then this this person just really went off on that. Like somehow I don't understand comedy. Or, but yeah. again, I don't really think that Dave Chappelle's trans jokes are funny. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't you know, they that they're great. not funny yeah. either. Just like the abortion joke wasn't funny. And again, they're not funny and they're beneath Dave Chappelle. Exactly. Dave, this, Dave Chappelle is also an excellent, he's amazing, he's an amazing and funny, clever yes. comedian. And, you know, I also, I felt like, you know, the tone of this uh, review is that somehow like, you know, oh, we can't take a joke. Let me tell you something. I've been, I've been into comedy my whole life. I've seen Sam Kinison. Mm-hmm. I've seen Andrew Dice Clay. I've seen yeah. raunchy shows. I love Chris Rock. I love Eddie Murphy. I love Dave Chappelle. I mean, look, I'm not like some Pollyanna who's like, oh, my God. Oh, what did he say? Uh, you know, it just comes down to even all of these brilliant comedians. Um, they say things sometimes that are not funny. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's my rebuttal to yes. that. And these are all our opinions. Listen, exactly. just as your Apple reviews are your opinions. Right. And I understand that. That's fine. You know, you you have, we have the right to our opinions. You have the right to your opinions. Um, but, you know. 
Yeah. There we go. So just keep debating. Maybe we'll just, yeah, maybe you have a little better understanding of yes, where we're coming where from. Where we're coming from. So anyway, you have a segment also. That yes, but I feel like, because it's now almost 20 minutes in, and there's a lot to talk about with okay. Love is Blind. You want to save yeah, that? Yeah, I'm going to save that because I, I, I'm still perplexed by, I was going to do the segment called, What's Up With Chris Harrison? <laughs> and I've been oddly enough listening to Chris Harrison's new podcast and I don't know why I find Chris Harrison, this really banal, boring white guy, so fascinating. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I, know why But either. I do. <laughs> I find him so perplexing and fascinating. I don't know why. This show is so weird. He has the show and he takes callers and it's just, it is the weirdest show I've ever seen. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, we'll, we'll skip work on we, that one. Yeah. We're going to workshop that, that a little one. bit more. I'm going to workshop it. Okay. Okay. So, so we're going to start with love is blind. And this is perfect because it's 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. So we're going to, um, there's a lot here. So we yes. got to kind of go through it kind of quickly, but there's a lot, you know what it is. And some of these episodes at when we get to this point, I kind of fast forward through some of it because yeah. it's super, it's just like, Oh, you look so nice in your dress. Oh, I never thought I'd ever be married. This yeah. is such a weird experiment. Oh, but it's like, it's a lot got of it, fluffy got it, stuff. Got it, got yeah. it, you know. Well, okay. The big thing that happens, okay. Episode nine, the big thing that happens, we open up with, uh, Jackie and Marshall. Mm -hmm. They, uh, break up because, um, well, kind of moving along here pretty quickly. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know what happened. Well, so Jackie and Marshall, they, they return home. And this is this return was home a, from the return home from that party from Chelsea's birthday. Oh, okay. And then Marshall says to Jackie, he loves Marshall loves Jackie, no doubt. He doesn't know where his he's so sure he knows for sure. But now he's really unclear. And Marshall asks her, what do you need from me? And Jackie says, I want to talk about this tomorrow. And I'm really with Jackie Because it's this. midnight. Because it's fucking tired. midnight. And I'm like, God, Marshall, shut it up. Yeah. Like, read the room. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'm with Jackie on this. And Marshall says, you know, he wants to stop sugarcoating everything. He needs to know what she needs from him. He doesn't want to be ruminating all day long. And I'm thinking to myself, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Why does he desperately need to know? And then she just says, just love me. And then it ends. And I'm like, okay, so this is setting ourselves up for something else? That was weird. Anyway. Well, it just kind of showed you Marshall's at the end of his rope, and so is she. Yeah. They really... They, I think they had to show us that to yeah, show us the next scene. Yeah. But then we see Bliss and Jack. Zach. Zach, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we see this is Zach's family, which I thought was really interesting, because we see Zach's sister, Alexa, who looks just like Bliss. Did that you was think she... That was one of those girls was his sister. Yeah, so it's his sister Alexa, who and he has a niece Emerald, and uh, and that was his aunt Becky, who looked just like his mom. I thought that that was his aunt and uncle and their two daughters. Oh, I thought Alexa was his sister. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe Madison was the cousin, but maybe Alexa. Alexa's and a cousin. Madison. They're cousins. They're well, sisters. I thought that was his sister. Oh, oh okay. I, I thought that was... Oh, maybe I, don't I think, got that way wrong. I don't I have to go back and look at that. But anyway, wh whoever they are. Bliss wins the family over. They're super happy. Yeah, and it gets revealed... I, I have here... I don't know if it was revealed here or I read this somewhere else. This kind of makes Zach's story even sadder. His mom was killed by a drunk driver. 
Oh, really? Yeah. God, I missed that. It wasn't on the show. I oh, think oh. I, I put, I wrote it down here, but I think I read it somewhere online. Oh, God. How sad. I know. She was in the picture with him, right, at his call, at his, his grad, law school law graduation. school graduation. And he said later on to Bliss's father, she, he said, how long have you been practicing? Six years. So that means so his mom. So it's not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago that he lost his mom. Yeah. It's just like, oh, God. Yeah. It's even sadder It with is him. sad. So the the biggest story besides Jackie and Marshall breaking up is like Chelsea and Kwame. Uh, oh, this I've, whole thing. I've is had just... a complete turnaround with how I feel. You know, really, because I was very like in the last episodes, I was like pro Chelsea, anti Kwame. I've completely flipped. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I've, I have some different feelings about Chelsea these days, but my feelings about Kwame are the same. I think I'm. L- but I'm seeing more Chelsea now, but I don't know. Anyway, why don't you talk about... Because now we're at Chelsea and Kwame. You go ahead. Well, okay. So, you know, it's clear throughout all these scenes with Chelsea and Kwame that Kwame is really just nervous. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem ready. He doesn't... because and, and, it, and a lot of it has to do with his family. I mean, his mm-hmm. his mother clearly doesn't want him to get married i'm sure she wants him to marry a woman from ghana yes um you know the obviously also christian They're right christian. This, there's a lot of religion involved in this the cultural things and it, it was sort of like uh um well sk's mom was uh, she liked raven but you know you know that sk's family you know they wanted her him to marry like a nigerian yeah. woman but they were, they yeah. were, Raven was, was okay with them. But I just think he, the pressure and then his mom, like, won't even really talk to him about it, won't yeah. appear or even, even have her voice she on camera. She won't pick up the phone. Won't, yes. And he feels horrible about this. Mm-hmm. And, um, his father doesn't know. He hasn't told his father. I mean, he's, he's too, probably too scared to tell him. I don't know. There, he's got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And also, even though, Oh, here's another th- tidbit of gossip that I heard that apparently they they didn't get enough people ca- for casting oh. in Seattle and they had to kind of expand their casting. Oh, OK. And, so we've been ripping on Kwame this whole time. Right. About he's the an Portland thing. Oh, but okay. sorry, Kwame. Another piece of gossip is that a, a picture was unearthed this week of Kwame um on the set of uh, Married at First Sight. Oh. Like he was... Recently? Or a while ago? Well, probably a few years ago. Oh. But he was a contestant. I don't know if he... Maybe his... He didn't make it to the final cut, but he was in... He was trying to get cast Mm -hmm. on Married at First Sight. And maybe... And this is the same production company that Mm. does it. So maybe they reached out to him. Got it. Got it. So... I think he was brought into this thing, maybe somewhat reluctantly. Okay. And, but, you know. But hold on a second. You were trying out for marriage at first sight. That's even. That's even more more of a gamble. More severe. Yeah. Yeah. That's even more of a gamble than this one. Yeah. I don't know. But these are just things that have Mm. come out. I mean, you know, I'm sure someone will connect to the dots at some point. But anyway, I just think he's having a tough time. And Chelsea is so desperate to get married. Yeah. And start having kids. And she's, I just feel like she is just doing this kind of like, 
her this like white lady thing mm. of you know really just he's trying to express i have problems and she's like oh it'll be fine it's fine because she she she's more concerned about herself mm-hmm. you know it's like he needs to cater to her mm-hmm. she's really not taking how he feels into account yeah at all and i don't think that this is just kwame being wishy-washy i think he has like serious concerns and her, she is just obsessed with getting married and she wants what she wants and she's just telling him to just you know why are you kind of like why are you doing this type yeah. of thing yeah i mean i think that in this first scene you see them and he's you know she's shopping and he's upset because i guess that morning he said they woke up and he said you know hi hey are you okay and her first response is do i look okay do i sound okay and i'm like yeah I'd be. yeah and she's like well i just get over things i'm direct and i'm like i hate it when people do that i hate it when people are like well i'm just direct i'm like no you're just being an asshole yeah like why do you have to be an asshole like that? I mean, yeah, that would bother me, too. If I said, hey, how are you feeling? Like, do I look OK? It's like, fuck you. You know, yeah. then I won't ask you. And I think that, yeah, what he's saying to her, which is when I was a little bit like, oh, geez, Chelsea, you're kind of being rude here, mm-hmm. is he has no support system besides the friends he made through Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. He really has no support system in Seattle. Yeah. And yes, I'm not backtracking from what I've said before, which is, yes, you went on the show and yes, you met this woman from Seattle. And yes, you kind of need to, you know, you needed to think through a little bit about this, but you kind of don't know until you get there what it's going to be like. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really hitting him how little of a uh, life he has there Mm -hmm. and it's getting to him. And she has zero zip, zero empathy. And her solution to everything is, well, see, this is my family. This is my family. This is my family. And I keep thinking like, well, why are you suggesting him to him? Like, well, let's go check out and see what soccer players and Mm -hmm. soccer opportunities. And let's see, you know, let's find some running things for you. And let's like, okay, like, how do we do this? How do we do that? Like she, she, And again, I mean, we're not seeing every single day. We're seeing what production wants to show us. Mm -hmm. But it really doesn't seem like she is. If if in her mind, she thinks that this is going to work out and they're going to live here together. Like, she really isn't trying to make this work for him at all. Yeah. And then when they went to go see her family, her mom is like, oh, you're going to come over every week for dinner, right? You know, I mean, he's just like, woof. Yeah, I think he's just scared of these people. Yeah. So, yeah, she's so happy in love and he feels like everything is so confrontational. Yeah. And she's like, tell me you love me and forcing strawberries in his mouth. Yeah. And oh, God, that that whole thing. She seemed drunk. Yeah. (laughs) She was so aggressive. She's like, oh, babe, let's do this, babe. And it's like, where are you? You're and what what? (laughs) Shopping place is this where they and the stupid glasses or the, the gold mug things what are they goblets, goblets are there and yeah. the strawberries i'm like i never get this when i'm shopping i guess i'm shopping at the wrong places or something <clears throat> i don't know but but yeah she's shoving the, and he's saying oh i i don't i don't really want any like no no have one have one it's like god yeah no she was it being, down lady she was being weird i think she had a little too much whatever's Something. in that goblet yeah all right so then um brent and tiffany um brett brett sorry they're meeting uh brett's friends of course his friends are great and brett wants to be with someone who is driven and focused so they can build generational wealth of course they're all wonderful they're all great and wonderful there's nothing to say about this couple they're just too perfect now it's eight days to the wedding (laughs) (laughs) to the weddings and paul and micah are having dinner 
And she's saying uh, all of her stuff is in Scottsdale. I, I really don't understand. Where does this woman live? Her, does she live in Scottsdale? I don't know. Does she live here? Her, what does she do? Her stuff won't fit into his house. I don't know. I Because if for... Because then I was thinking, well, does she, is she like Kwame? Does she actually really not live in Seattle? But then she says she has a place in Seattle, but we've never seen it. But she has those friends. Mm -hmm. So she obviously has a life in Seattle. Maybe she lived there at one point. I don't know. There's still something fishy about this. Yeah. But um, Micah says something about, would you want to do long distance or move to Scottsdale? Um, if we don't get, and then they're like, if we don't get married, what, what would we do? Uh, but they're talking through all these different scenarios, but the, I, I swear I feel absolutely no passion between these two. Oh, really? Well, Paul says that he's like afraid to lose Micah. And I know Ma- that that's Micah what says I mean. Paul makes her want to be a better self. They, they'd say these things, but they're so robotic. Like, really? I think seem- there's some, I think there is a spark between them. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I think they like the what is the opposite. And again, after meeting Paul's mom, I, I really do. I think I see what I think I see what Paul likes about her. And I think he sees that, you know, his mom, what what's missing. And I think for her, I think she likes how analytical he is. I think that grounds her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. I see it. So now we're back to Zach and Bliss. And now poor Zach is meeting Bliss's family and... Oh no! This oh, was a good. This is, this is her. This, this was, was a good side. This is a good side. <laughs> yeah, the sweet side. So we meet um, her, her mom and sisters. We meet the mom, Catherine, and the sisters, Tatiana and Anna Lee. Yeah, and they seem kind of um, a little bit nervous. Yeah, um, but they seem the family. I mean, they're you know they're obviously skeptical, but um, they. They grow to enjoy him. I mean, Zach has to tell them the story of Irina and what happened. And Zach tells them how he grew up in poverty and he had to learn everything on his own. And he's dated women in the past who didn't accept him. And he just sort of felt weird about, you know, Bliss and not being accepted by him. And, you know, Bliss's mom says she dressed Bliss's judgment, knows that she, you know, wouldn't be accepting him if he wasn't special. Yeah, and she says, if you guys, uh, you know, end up together, she says, I'll be your mom. Oh, it's very sweet. It was very sweet. I mean, he really did win them over. Yeah, he did. Because I have here, yeah, when they first sat down, I think they were a little bit skeptical. But he won them over, and Mm -hmm. um, they all seem very sweet and nice. Yes. Now we're back to Chelsea and Kwame. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Is this where... This is where they go to the family's house. Now, okay. are they, like, on one of those islands? Are they on Mercer Island like or Bainbridge Island or one of those? It looked really nice. I was yeah. like, God, where is this? Yeah. Can I move here? This looked nice. It did look like, nice. Oh, really beautiful. Was that, like, her parents' house? Well, yeah. So, this is mom, right? Her parents are divorced. So, this is mom and mom's family. Hmm. I don't know. I, I Maybe there was a Chiron saying where they were, but, yeah. This was, it was, like, a... It looked like it was right there on that lake. I was yeah. like, this is well, great. It's pretty. But yeah, I think it was, again, I think this was very overwhelming yes. for Kwame because they're just all over him. Like, you know, they just want him to be um, part of the family, which is sweet. But again, he's he's feeling so many. Right. You can just see it's written all over his face. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Feeling so many reservations. Well, and the best is we meet Ch- uh, Chelsea's mom, Olin, Olim. O-L-E-N or M. So she pulls Kwame aside and you think, okay, they're going to have this talk. And she says, 
So what do you think of Rocky? And I'm thinking... (laughs) Your first first question out of the gate is the dog. And again, I'm a dog lover, but I don't know if I would lead with that. Like, I was like, is that kind of like a weird, you know, good tactic question of like how he feels about the dog is like, I'm going to learn something about himself. But she just asked the most weird questions. I don't know. Yeah. Her mom, I wrote down that her mom is very dismissive and superficial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I that. A lot of fakeness. Yeah. So, and then Kwame, then this is where Kwame starts talking, right? And it's almost kind of like Kwame's convincing himself. He's like, mm-hmm. sometimes I think I should settle down and live in Seattle. So maybe this is what I want yeah. to do. And this is what it is. And this is what I want. And I don't know. I mean, and th- these are these moments where I go back and forth on Kwame. Like, yeah. there are times where I see him and I think, is he really, is he, did he, is he really trying here? Is he really trying to figure out whether or not he wants to marry this woman? Is he really interested in her or is he just doing it for the fame? Or, you know, that's why I'm constantly going back and forth of how much, how much of, is mm-hmm. this him just putting in the motion so he doesn't seem like a jerk on TV? Or yeah. is this really him trying to figure out if he wants to do well, this? Well, here's the thing. When I looked at his Instagram he has a lot of photos of him traveling. Yes. He really likes to travel. And he told Chelsea. Yes. That he he want, he want really wanted to travel. She says, well, uh, I want to have kids and th- start having kids in three years. And he, that didn't really seem like enough time for him. And then she's like, oh, I'll just strap the baby on me. And it's like, honey, it's not that simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Traveling with kids is not like well, a vacation. Think, but, but I also think that it depends on the kid kid and the temperament i think if you have a kid who can roll with it i think there are some kids that are great and can oh i mean asleep. yeah i've been traveling with my daughter since she was born but it is very different yeah you know like when you're traveling with a child there's a lot of stuff you can't do mm-hmm. and everything revolves around the child's schedule and, and keeping them entertained yeah it's it's a trip it's not like a vacation yes but um yeah so he but but Chelsea again, she's so like wants to impose what she wants on him. Like he, mm-hmm. she's taken nothing that he's said about what he wants into yeah. consideration, and she just thinks that she can just, I guess, just impose it on him. Like yeah. she, I think she feels a little, I don't know, like superior to him or something. I don't hmm. know. Interesting. You know what I think? I think, I think Kwame came on the show. I think he thought, okay, at the very least, I'll get some more Instagram followers. Mm -hmm. I think he met Micah and I think he met Chelsea and I think he liked them both. I think he liked Micah more because she likes to travel. Mm -hmm. I think he felt like he and Micah would have their lifestyles would fit better. Mm -hmm. And I think he could have a lot more fun with her. I think he was like, I think he liked the fact that Micah was Scottsdale. Like she had Mm -hmm. a very similar situation to him. And, um, and she was fun and she had that kind of thing going on. And I think he, I think in the back of his mind, he was a little nervous about Chelsea and this lifestyle that she had and the family and, you know, this steady life and all of that. But I think that when they, and then I think that's why he was, he was devastated, no Micah. And Mm -hmm. then he kind of turned around and which a lot of people do. And I, and again, I think it's very intense in those pods. And I think it's very easy to be like, okay, I have this other person and they're validating me and. I need to pick someone and it's, I'm on the show and I want to keep going and I want to see this through and all my friends are here and they're getting picked and all of this. So 
And I think he had a, he and Chelsea had a real attraction and I think they saw each other. And again, I think they had a real attack, attraction and we all saw that. And I think, I think they spent Mexico just fucking yeah. the entire time. I think they had a great time. And I think <laughs> but then I, when they got back no, to the and real I think, world, and I think they just fucked the entire time. And I think all of that went way <laughs> far back. And I think that slowly day by day by day, Kwame's mm-hmm. realizing like, oh crap, oh crap, right. oh crap, oh crap. Oh, 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 this is not at all the lifestyle that I want right. to live. And again, some of this is some of this is on these people signing up for this mm-hmm. and 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 not thinking clearly at all throughout the entire process. And some of it is the show and how it's all set up that you can't think clearly through the process, mm-hmm. much like The Bachelor, right? right. Like that you, you get intoxicated yeah, by you, these romantic trips and yeah. But also you, how do you think clearly about a relationship when you're surrounded by these other people where right. everybody's getting engaged, where I think Kwame probably should have just walked away. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He should have just left because Chelsea, I think he did have an attraction to her. And quite frankly, I think they probably, if they met on, on a vacation in Mexico, they could have fucked for a week, mm-hmm. had a great time, and then separate ways. Do you know what I mean? But I think that's the problem is, is that, um, is that they just, it's just not, it's just not conducive yeah. at all. I still, I still maintain that, that Kwame, you know, I, I, again, I think that Kwame wanted to stay on the show. I really do. And I think he, I think that he really wanted Micah. He wanted to stay on the show mm-hmm. and he really tried to get Chelsea to fit this. Mm-hmm. And I think he got, what's the opposite of dickmatized? Like <laughs> pussymatized <laughs> yeah, in Mexico. Pussy, pussy whipped. Yes. In Mexico, which kind of got him to this side yeah. over here. All right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, so now it's uh i have here the most boring part seven days till a wedding dress shopping yes blah yeah, blah the blah. only the only th- thing of note that happens here is that so the guys are at the, at the getting fitted for their suits mm-hmm. and whatever the women are at the dress shop so jackie um does not come to the dress shopping she's a no-show and so i guess um tiffany texts brett tells him that and then Brett tells Marshall, and he's like, "Okay, well, thanks, you know, for looking out for me." And oh, Brett, give him some there. warning. I know Brett always does the right thing. Yeah, knows what to do. And meanwhile, um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I, I don't know when this happened, but um, if it's the same day, no, or I what, think it is the same. Okay, day. so Jackie and Josh meet up at a cafe for coffee, and um, you know, he basically tells her he loves her. Uh, he apologizes for his behavior. Yeah, losing and- you is the biggest regret. And he loves her. Yeah. And then they kiss each other. And it looks like. Well, no, because then it becomes episode 10. And then Jackie says she was immediately when she saw Josh, she was immediately attracted to him. Uh Uh-huh. And Josh says that he was taught not to show his emotions. And Jackie agrees, like, actions speak louder than words. And then the two of them kind of rip on Marshall. They're like, yeah, you know. She basically says, like, Marshall's too sensitive for me. Yeah, she says she chose wrong. Yeah, and... and she, she could see marrying Josh, but not right now. Well, but, legal marriage... What she said, ja- Jackie says that she got robbed herself from the jump. I don't know what that was about. That was, like, 
when she said yes to the proposal or something like that, like legal marriage scares her. She won't, she's willing to see what's going on with Josh. Then they start kissing and then I see some tongue. And well, yeah, I was going to say their kiss looked like they had kissed before. Honestly. Really? <clears throat> so you think they made up this little, I think they'd already, yeah, maybe hooked up and then they had to film this scene to, uh, or maybe this was after yeah. she broke up and then they had to film but, you know, the scene. It was so I don't sad. Know. Poor Marshall sitting there like getting a suit measure. I know. And, and he's, all, like, oh, he's, he's kind all of excited. Kind of and excited. Like, and then he's having to tell his friends like, oh, Jackie's not at the thing. I mean, that's bad. Like yeah. that's a production call meeting. Like that means. Ugh. Yeah. And then well, something I thought was weird was um, Kwame's there with his best man. And it's someone from the pods who dated Chelsea, some guy named Jack. And it's like, your best man is someone you just met like a, a month ago. Oh, so I kind of thought that maybe, so I was getting so confused because I knew that guy looked familiar and I'm like, oh wait, so are these some of the other people from the other storylines? Cause we all know, right. That there are other people that got engaged, right? Sometimes I've heard yeah. that that happens and they, yeah, they just don't make it onto the to yeah. the show but yeah i thought that was strange that that was his best man and then the lachets show up <laughs> for whatever reason um to say oh here here's your wedding stuff this is always the most boring it part is of boring. the show where we have to look at everyone's wedding dresses i'm like i don't care and then we have to interview someone that you know and then blah 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 well what did you think of the dresses I can't even really remember any of that. I liked Micah's the best. She had that really, like, just that satiny, that kind of Carolyn Kennedy. Yes, she did. That Kennedy type of dress. I thought mm-hmm. that. I like that. Liked that one. That, I like that one. She had two. The first one she had was a little, like, I like the first one. The first one looked kind of like an Oscar dress. And then the second one she had, I really liked. Um, I liked, um uh tiffany's dress i thought mm-hmm. was pretty chelsea's dress it never like really fit her right mm-hmm. even at the wedding i, I didn't like because she's uh, she's so little and thin yeah. like the dress was just kind of i don't know didn't fit right and then bliss had a very odd yeah dress. But it, it felt like bliss yeah Do you know what true. i mean because when i saw it i was like oh i wouldn't pick that but i felt like that was good for her yeah and it's not a traditional but i felt like it worked for her yeah and so. then I guess and that then was the suits it. and you know, but uh, I just Kwame kind of keeps bitching about how he's had to give up so much life to merge into hers. And, you know, again, I keeps talking about this. <laughs> and he made this comment. He said, her life gets easier. My life gets harder. I pick up more responsibilities. I'm moving to a new city, have mm-hmm. to make new friends. So, yeah, he's he's starting to yeah. <laughs> really everything is starting to yep. come into focus. Yeah, I guess he was telling this to, to Jack, his best man. And Jack looks kind of confused. Mm. He says he's making all the sacrifices and Chelsea's not making a single one. And yes. that, that's true. Yes, that's very it true. Is true. So, yeah, he's but, not wrong about that. He really isn't. He's not, you know, and that's that's one of those things where it's like. You had all this information and it's very, very hard. It's like, this is what happens with people with jobs and and relationships, which is yeah. why I think all these parents that are skeptical, it's really easy to make them villains, but, and they're not meaning to be villains. Yeah. And I know obviously there's, there's kind ways of doing it. I mean, obviously Bliss's dad, you know, could have found a kinder way of, of communicating his thoughts and feelings, but 
what they're really trying to say is, you know, you can't, you kind of have to go through it. You, that's right. why you have to because go through when it. They because when they were in the pods, like, she wasn't telling him, oh, well, when we get back to Seattle, you're going to have to walk my dog three times yes. a day. She's not saying that, but she says, I have a dog. I go yeah. to this job. I he's do not this, thinking do that, that yeah. yeah, that he's going to have to take care of the dog. But yeah. all of that was there. It was all revealed. It was all those things. So... I don't know. Now I'm starting to feel bad. I think I was too harsh on Kwame before. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of feel like, God, with the... Inst- but it was so obvious in his Instagram thing. It was just... I don't know. I just kind of feel like Portland, and you do the show in Seattle. I mean, come on. You had to well, have known but, that but you were going to have to move. I do think that if it were the right person, he he wouldn't be so bitter about moving. Well, but I think that if it was Micah, I don't think... But this movie yeah, but, yeah, be Yeah, because Micah issue. wouldn't care. She'd be like, yeah, we'll just split our time. Yeah, She, and my, and she, she doesn't would, even care about Seattle. She, yeah. She'd be like, oh, we'll split our time between Portland, you know, and, Portland Scott and Scottsdale. Yeah. Yeah, they would have been a much but better I think, But I think match. it's not even so much about Seattle. I think it's the fact that she works seven to seven. The fact that she cannot move her job. Because right. I think that if she could, I think that if she could work remotely and travel and didn't yeah. have a dog and it would wasn't be okay. so close to her family, I think it's the combination of all of it together. Yeah. Really. No, okay. It is. Yeah. Okay. So now Jackie and Marshall, now we get to the, uh, yes. to the breakup. <laughs> what we've all been waiting for. Yeah. So, um, she I th- she just comes out and says she doesn't want to be with him anymore. He says, why did why did you accept my proposal? And well, yeah. And what did she say? I, I don't know. This remember. was so, this whole thing. Jackie says outside world got to us. What I felt for you was real. And then Marshall says outside world for you or for us. Yeah. Meaning like, you know, and Jackie just says, I'm emotionally drained after, you know, Chelsea's party. You kept pressing me kept pressing me and I can't give you what you want. And I'm thinking to myself, just all of this from that one night, like, yeah, you kind of like needed to let that go, but this can't all be from this one night. Right. So Marshall says, I've never asked for anything of you. You know, I've never required a lot from you. That's true. And Jackie says, you know, you need a lot of validation. And then Marshall says, everything has always been on your terms. Jackie says she never had that feeling. She can't, you know, she never had that feeling. She can't love him because she's attracted to Josh. She's attracted to Josh. There's chemistry. Mm. So then Marshall says she wants, he wants the ring back (laughs) because she shouldn't have accepted the proposal. Then Jackie does the most baller fucking thing (laughs) I have ever seen in my life. I give her a lot of respect. She says, I'm keeping the ring because that's what I felt at the time. And then Marshall says, fine. Because he wants her to be reminded of what you passed on something great. And she says, and then Jackie says, take it easy. <laughs> yeah. See you around. And I'm fucking like, I'm like, Jackie, Jackie. is a baller. She, she, she is play. a goddamn. I mean, I have to say, because in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, I, I am. I need to get some Jackie lessons. (laughs) I know. I need some Jackie energy. Yes. Last week, I was chastising (laughs) this woman. This week, I'm kind of like, you know what? Maybe Jackie knows some things that I don't know. Because I would be taking that ring off and giving it right. I would feel so guilty. I would feel terrible. But Jackie's like, no. You gave it to me. And I felt for you at that time. And now I'm not giving it back. And maybe because she's probably thinking... 
you know what? Netflix paid right. for this. It, it, right. I, I'm not giving it back to you. Netflix can come and get exactly. it from me if they want it back from exactly. me. This is mine. Yeah, until you know the, he didn't pay yeah, for it. I'm, I'm keeping it. And yeah. she basically flat out says it to him. And, and you know what it is? All of this, it doesn't really matter. Listen, these two, both of them are too young. Mm-hmm. And and basically, she just says at the end when he leaves, like he he you know he stomps out, you know, like he he leaves with this attitude of like she's kind of leaving the best thing that's ever going to happen to her and blah blah blah. She doesn't know anything, and she's just like there, like you know what? I don't know if I believe in marriage. I don't know. I need to do some <laughs> self work. I don't know. I don't know about any of this. She's now she's not ready for and, marriage. And, and this is the thing, Jackie should have never come on the show. No, she should have never ever come on the show. She is not ready to do this. And quite frankly, Josh was her. She was probably recruited. You know, I think more and more I'm thinking like a lot of these contestants, these people, they're recruited. And also, too, it's television. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to find people who because to be on TV, you have to be pretty magnetic or else it's just boring, Mm -hmm. you know, and she she's magnetic. Yeah, you know, she's she's good television. She's beautiful. She's funny. Yeah. Interesting to watch. Yeah. And another little tidbit of uh, gossip. Somebody posted online uh, a picture of Jackie and Josh mm. like at a basketball game Ooh. like a few weeks ago. Okay. These two are together then. So I think they're together. And so well, there goes that theory because I was using the theory that she just kind of was like you know I need to kind of tell Marshall I'm back with Josh just to get him to go away so that mm. I can be done with this. But yeah I mean it, it was very clear like she she didn't want to get married. She, she yeah. was not ready for marriage. She didn't want marriage. She didn't want any of this um but yeah, and I think that, but um, honestly, Marshall, you need to, I think you're wonderful. I think you're very sweet, but Marshall needs to work on himself because he's walking around thinking that he is this amazing, wonderful, sensitive, right. loving person. And he is, but he you got to do it in the right way. Yeah. And, and you also don't tell people that you, they, they were you thought they'd be a good project or, yeah. or whatever he said to her. But there's this real superior, yeah. like, oh, hi, I'm so wonderful and sensitive and you're my new project. Right. And because you're broken, I'm going to fix you and love you. And shouldn't you be so fucking grateful yeah. that I'm loving you? He's it's a like, fixer. Like, slow down. Yeah. Slow down a little bit. Like, like, you know, take, take some lessons from Brett. Do you not see what Brett's doing? Do you not see Brett and Brett's? And, and there's a scene that's coming up where Brett really, I love Brett. Like, well, he's I, so much more mature. I love Brett. He's, he's, a, he's I mean, the he's perfect. Ten years he's the perfect man. He is the perfect man. I love And he's the hottest Brett. guy on that oh, show. And, and on on hear, any, and, any and hold show. Hold on, hold on. Did you hear Poodle's prediction? Did you, not a prediction. Because he oh, has a gift. Oh, yes, yes. And he has a gift. Yes. Did you hear, did you hear I Poodle? Did, I did. Okay. I did. And I believe it. Oh, yes. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> and okay. you have to you have to listen to um, Reality Gaze to know what we're talking about. But yeah. if you do, you know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, no, about the, their, their recaps yes. involve different <laughs> topics, different topics sometimes. than what we cover. Yeah. But Poodle has a gift. He does have a gift. And, yes. he, and Brett has got and it going on. he's got a gift, too. Yes, he has a gift. Yes. So now we are back at this uh, God, Kwame and Chelsea again oh, God. with this oh, cringy this photo, photo shoot. shoot. It was and so this, cringy. Wait, hold on a second. This has been her dream since, oh, she, was since she was a little girl. What little girl dreams <sighs> of an... Okay, first off, an engagement photo shoot. I'm married. I don't think I ever got an engagement. I, I think those photo shoot, those engagement photo shoots that people do 
are so cringy. I would never, ever want well, to stand with my husband, like looking at each other longingly. Right. I mean, come on. But usually it's a picture, yeah, of the, two, of the couple like in a field of flowers. Yes. Or I mean, they're so off Next to a barn or something. They, they are in... They're, it's underwear. not a, it's underwear, but it sort of kind of looks almost like, um, you know, like workout clothes, like you know, like a like a sports bra. And a, um, it looks, but it looks like it basically it looks underwear. like Marky Mark. And yeah, and it's like a terrible color. It's like she's yeah, but it's, it it's basically like jockey or whatever yeah. it is. It looks like an underwear ad. Yes, it looks like yeah, and perfect. Neither one of them are very photogenic. Like it seemed very awkward. Well, and Kwame is photogenic. I've seen his photos, but he looked so uncomfortable. I just think he was uncomfortable. Yeah, and the whole thing, the was whole weird. thing was so uncomfortable, and it also felt kind of fetishizing to me. Oh, really? Yeah. What fetishizing him? Yeah, like just you know the, yeah, like that just kind of made him into this like sexual mm. object. It was weird. I I didn't like it. But she said her goal was to find a husband that would be willing to do this with her, and I thought, well, okay, I don't think I he th- had much of a, of a yeah. Choice. I don't think he had much of a choice, but. I did think it was weird. It was like, well, yeah, you kind of, of all the guys there, this would be the one that would be willing to, because he is a model, would be willing to pose in his underwear with you. Like, Paul wouldn't do this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Brett would do this, you know? I mean, this is when this was, but this Chelsea whole thing is was a weirdo. So every, weird. every scene that she's in, she gets weirder yeah. and weirder. But, she's a weirdo. But it just, like, even someone would, you would, it, when you're a little girl, Oh, she just likes to be the center of attention. Yeah. She's so just, weird. she's an entitled white lady. She really is. Yeah. Okay. And, you yeah. Know. All right. So after the shoot, this guy who with the camera leaves <laughs> and yeah. they're now having a full on conversation about his mom. Yeah. He's saying his mom's probably not going to show up. And and again, you know, the, the issues of the culture and religion and no sex before marriage, he basically says they, they don't support this. Mm-hmm. Like this is this everything about this goes against his parents' beliefs. Yeah. And um, he's going to try to call her again and hope that she uh, sends blessings from afar. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen. Well, she asks him, she says, do you think you're ready? And he says... I think I love you a lot. And then she gives this very pained smile. And he says, there are some things that come up that come to mind that give me pause. And then she says, if it's right for you, will you say yes to me without your mom's approval? And then we don't really get an answer. Mm -hmm. And then we hear like her say, maybe in a one-on-one, like it would be the letdown of the century. If, if they didn't get married, Who the said whole that? thing. Uh, uh, Chelsea. Oh, it's it's really interesting. Again, I, she's making this all about her. The letdown of the century for her. Yes, but the thing is, what's interesting is I I think I think I think Chelsea knows that he's having tons of doubts. Yeah, tons and tons and tons and tons of doubts. And again, we aren't privy to this because mm-hmm. they're not going to show it to us. But I do wonder with these couples if they do have these conversations of like. Listen. Oh, I'm one, sure they've talked about us, it. If yeah. one of us says no at the altar, do you want to continue to date? What do you think is going to happen? You know, I want to date. I don't mm. know what I'm going to say. I know we can't talk about it legally, but what, you know, I don't know what all the ins and outs are. But um, 
you know, I don't know what's going on here, but she has this pained, that pained smile on her face. I think she knows he's gonna, I just yeah. feel like she knows that it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And this anxiety of shoving the, the yeah. strawberry in his mouth, like the more he gets, he keeps pulling away. Yeah, and, and the more he pulls pushing. away, she keeps pushing in. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Oh, and All this right. is where we see the most beautiful scene in the world of oh, loving, loving Brett. My God. So, so, Tiffany is just stressed out about the wedding planning, just stressed out, just having a hard day. And Brett just doesn't say anything. He just holds her and lets her cry. And he just holds her. And he's so fucking loving and understanding. And okay, so everybody out there, he did. Brett did exactly what you need to do. Mm. This is exact. If you want relationship lessons, go take them from Brett because he did not he held her mm-hmm. he let her cry and talk let her vent he validated her feelings told mm-hmm. her yes this is a lot of stress yes there's a lot going on he does not try to problem solve mm-hmm. he does not gaslight her and tell her oh no there's not a lot to do or everything's getting, fine everything or, will work everything out will, or like it's your wedding shouldn't you be happy why are you crying it's your wedding all he does is he just nods and listens and mm-hmm, and cry, mm. and and holds her the man, and that's the it. The man should be having seminars. I mean, yes, he could make millions. Yes. yes, just tell yeah, tell people what to do, Brett. Yes, I mean exactly. So everybody needs to be watching what Brett is doing. That's exactly what you need to be doing. Yeah. I love him. I love if, him. If this does not work out, I mean, the internet will go insane because everybody. This I'll is never everything. watch the show again. Yeah, I, I won't. I, I I won't. All right. So then we go to Micah and Paul. I find they're these making two their wedding so bands. Boring. Who cares? Who cares? Okay. Now this is this is exciting. <laughs> so so Bliss's dad, his name is Shaw. Oh wait, you're gonna skip all the other stuff. What? Kwame the... calls his mom. What, so Kwame calls his mom. Can't get a hold of her because she's putting him right to voice. <laughs> and then Tiffany and Breath seaplane because Brett is so wonderful oh yeah it's he takes her on a seaplane ride and then he plans a romantic dinner with a bunch of photos of her that's it okay yeah I I just because Brett is so wonderful. I just moved on okay okay so Bliss's father Shaw comes over with her stepmom and uh two I guess these are like half siblings yeah with Z names Z names Zia and something else um and right away uh bliss's dad just looks like just the most meanest (laughs) miserable person (laughs) he's got very very bad energy Mm -hmm. and um you know zach is like trying to explain you know his take on the criminal justice system and how he wants to you know try you know he's opening up this new practice and what he's doing well he doesn't fish or golf so that really disappointed dad dad could care less about his law practice which you know what i'm sorry your daughter's marrying a lawyer like Mm -hmm. that's it I mean, that's quite an accomplishment. Like most of the time, like, you know, yeah. parents like stuff like that yeah. because it means financial security. And He's not a marketing manager right? <laughs> <laughs> or a sales yeah. operations head, head of manager. operations for a global He's internet. He's an attorney for fuck's sake. What, yeah. The, all those jobs where you have absolutely no idea what it means or, yeah. or what they're doing. But no, he he he's upset that he doesn't like to golf or fish and then i start thinking you know because zach is a good guy i start thinking you know 
I bet you that this guy wanted bliss. Now I'm, I'm, I don't know what nationality they are, what bliss's Mm -hmm. family is. It kind of seems to me like maybe her dad is like Persian or Middle Middle Eastern. Eastern. Yeah. Um, And then the mother is black. And so like, I think I'm not really sure they're ethnically ambiguous, but I kind of think that, that bliss's dad probably wants her to marry someone from their culture okay i I think okay you know so he he sees like this white guy and he's like i don't care what you do yeah you know he 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 does not even give zach a chance Mm -hmm. like not at all and um uh zach even says something to him you know, because he's very confrontational, the dad. And mm-hmm. he says something about how you don't know enough about me to judge me. And, like, the stepmom is crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. This was a disaster. Yeah, it was. Well, Bliss, you know, Bliss is trying to defend all of this. And Bliss says to her dad, you know, dad, you and Zach had a very similar childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, she's trying to get her father to see that, like, Zach, y- you know, y- you two are... Um, you know, you two are similar people. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he's a good guy. You should trust him. And she's doing... She, I, I feel she like did she's stand doing, up to him. Yeah, she really did stand she up to him. I feel like Zach. she did a good yeah. job of standing up to him. But he... I feel like he... Yeah, he walked into that room not wanting to no. approve of this, not wanting to like him, not wanting to do any of that. And I mean, maybe if Zach had said, yeah, I love to fish or I love to golf, maybe he might have won a few points. But... He was but so. What is he supposed to lie? I don't know, I mean, but he was so dismissive. Like Zach is trying. I'm just like, oh, that's a really interesting point, Zach. I mean, he's trying to explain to him the legal system and why we're wasting money and mm-hmm. what he's trying to do. I do think that I feel like okay, Zach, ask him some questions about himself. Right, like, oh, Zach, ask him some questions. Like, you know, and Zach's a little odd, but he he, he wasn't gonna like it. He, he was. He went in there. He didn't even want to be there. And yeah. then, um. Oh God, I just, it just completely slipped out of my mind what I was like. Oh, the father also was not keen on how this whole thing happened. Yes. Yes. With oh, and the, the whole process yes, of the yes. experiment and everything. And he's, the dad just thinks this is crazy and it is a little bit crazy, and but, it is. He, he, but he, he could have, yeah, he could have at least tried to give Zach a chance yeah, get I mean, to know him or something. He's very much dismissing his daughter and saying, um, you know, you just want to be married. And so right. you're going to pick this guy and marriage is hard and all these things that people say. And and listen, the, the dad isn't wrong, mm-hmm. y- you know, and they, they talk about this. We can keep moving forward because they talk about this later on, which is now it's we've now in episode 11. It's two days before the wedding. Um, we're back to Chelsea and Kwame. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, Kwame says he doesn't want Chelsea to take his name until he can talk to his mom and get her okay. Um, you know, Chelsea says she's picked Kwame for her, so she's at peace. Uh, Kwame says he wants to make sure both are, are happy going into it. It's a big decision. So he's considering all the factors in these decisions. Yeah, I don't know what this discussion was about. It's more of the same of Kwame. Kwame is... 
<laughs> does not want to get married yeah. right now or in two days or yes. where, wherever we're at. So this goes back to we're at the Sacred Rain Healing Center. And this is Bl- Bliss and Zach in a mm-hmm. hot tub. So Bliss is talking about this has been a whirlwind. She's trying to trust. She's worried about. So this is where they get into this discussion about divorce, right? Both mm-hmm. of their parents are divorced. They, you know, they have this conversation about decisions and commitments. And, um, and I understand that you know, this is what she was, Bliss was trying to explain to her father, which was, you know, I don't want to, I'm very aware, like, your, this divorce affected me greatly, and I obviously don't want to do this again, so I am taking this very seriously, and, um, you know, and I do care, so just support me in this, mm-hmm. and the father can't possibly muster or hear her and and believe her when she says this. Because, I don't know, it's just, with your kids, you know, all you can do is say, I'm concerned about this for these reasons. I'm concerned about this for these reasons. I'm concerned about this thing over here for this, this, and this, right? All you can do is lay out your thoughts and feelings, and they can lay out their thoughts and feelings, and then you just have to let them make their decision. But being an asshole about it really does not help (laughs) anybody. And, you know, she. I wrote down here, she made this comment. Uh, she says, it's okay to change your mind. And I thought that, I don't know, is she testing him? Because I oh, think... Oh, in the hot in tub. The hot well, there's tub. this weird, there's this weird discussion about commitments. Like, um, Bliss keeps trying to explain to him about, like, that Zach isn't getting around, um, uh, around commitments and decisions. Like he keeps saying, no, I've made this decision. I made mm. this decision. And she's saying, well, even though you've made the decision and you've committed to me, doesn't mean you can't change oh, God. it. You know what? Bliss, you're, Bliss you're, don't you're, talk him out of it. Yeah. He's made the decision. He, you're trying too hard. See, this is the thing. I really block her out a lot because I feel like she drones on and on mm. about stuff. And I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I don't know. I feel like these two are both going to say yes. And oh we'll go. God. Yes. They're, okay. they're, they're so meant now to be we've, together. We've got more tiffany and brett we meet brett's dad and brother who have not been on his dad has not been on a plane since the 80s since the 80s yeah so we meet angus the brother and herbert the dad and what can we say i know they're so sweet they're so sweet and cute (laughs) they're cute they're they're sweet they're wonderful people what what else can you say about that angus has a sense of humor you Mm -hmm. know he asks uh uh tiffany if 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 she's okay with his hair yeah, or his yeah. beard or whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah. They're just, they're perfect. So what else can, what we can say? you say? So now it's one day before the wedding. So now these are the bachelor and bachelorette parties. Uh, we get Micah and Paul. These are the saddest. Oh, they bachelor, are. Bachelorette Paul, parties. Paul is packing up to go to the bachelor party. So these two are um you know they they're just very they're connected so, yeah they yeah. seem very in love they seem very happy so we go to the bachelor party that's at the underbelly which is a speakeasy and burlesque there's burlesque dancers oh. but it's very triggering for yeah, zach, zach which is not into it, it. which is you know understandable yeah. then we have the bachelorette party which is at unicorn and then we get to see shelby again great oh god and shelby's you know no, that really ties one on. Micah and Shelby and the other girl oh, God, all yeah. get sloppy drunk. Yeah, I mean, basically they keep going over the same things, yeah. and we see this right. We see we hear Chelsea's very loud, right? We get to hear Chelsea, and everyone kind of goes off with their own friends, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. And then one thing is interesting because 
Tiffany's friend is worried because they haven't had any conflicts because Brett and <laughs> Tiffany have been so <laughs> they're, great. They're it's a little perfect. bit like, oh God, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah. But the best is, of course, and again, I think this shows the age. And I think maybe what might be a problem for Paul and Micah is Micah gets hammered. Mm. Like everybody else is mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think everyone's drinking and having right. fun. No, she's hammered. She is hammered. And isn't her wedding the next day? Or do they do all the weddings? Well, See, maybe hers was in a couple days. I don't know if days. they stagger them or what happens. But like... They yeah. have to stagger them because they have them all at the same place. Yeah. Oh, they do? I think so. I, it look like different places because one, you see them walk outside with a, an umbrella and another one. I think one. they're all the same place. Oh, okay. They're usually So, all of course, like place. Shelby, like Micah misses Paul, so she... So she FaceTime Paul yeah. and like Shelby grabs and it. He hangs and, up on her. And then they keep like, <laughs> yeah, and they keep like calling him and like, you crazy bitch. You know, and Shelby's like, I think he's a, Shelby keeps saying to the camera, like, I think he's a great guy, but, and then but it's not like, for her. But she something. deserves the world, but he's not it. And it's like, then what is it? Shelby, is, it Shelby? is Shelby just a jealous describe. bitch. She's yeah. not your friend, Micah. You, you, you might want to but shelby cannot but but that's the thing it's shelby keeps saying over and over and over again he's so great he's great which was the polar opposite of what you told us before. but saying he's not for you like he's not your tight like long term he's not for you no but she cannot articulate what's bad about him which to me means there's nothing wrong with him you just don't like him because she's happy yeah, exactly what in a said. nutshell. So now we get to Chelsea and Kwame's wedding day. And I was surprised. Yeah. I kind of felt like they were going to ease us on in very gently and do Tiffany and Brett first. Like, mm. give us give us like a um, an easy win, like a like a, a no, they, they did that last. They like to do a cliffhanger. Yeah. On, on a couple that is a true cliffhanger. You know, yes, where, I guess. Where, well, no, SK and Raven. We thought that one was going to be we thought it was going to be the opposite. We thought SK was going to say. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like that. This is a sign that I think that Kwame's going to say no. You know, because it's a. That's what they 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 did the exact same thing. Oh, because Raven said Raven yes. Raven said and, yes, and, and then SK. it was a cliffhanger. Oh. And then the next week, and SK said no. Oh, okay. So that's I don't know. Got it. But anyway, they, this North Fork Farm where they get married. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Like, this is definitely the best wedding venue they've ever had. And I think this is where they filmed um, the Twilight movies. Oh, okay. I haven't seen any of those. Oh, well, I've seen them all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, because it's called, isn't it? I think it's called Forks is the name of the the town. Anyway, it's beautiful. Mm, Okay. Didn't you think so? I didn't notice it. I was writing notes. I was just like... See, that's why my notes are so bad. (laughs) Because I was trying to take in the scenery. Yes, yes. (laughs) And I didn't read any of those books or what... I don't... You know, you had a daughter at that age. That's why you've seen all those movies. They're good movies. (laughs) I I enjoyed it. (laughs) But I did think that she gets to her hotel suite and I was like, oh, this is a nice looking suite. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Flowers everywhere. And then we have flashbacks to the relationship and the engagement. And then we get Kwame at his hotel with his friends so yeah so they i guess these are his portland friends Mm -hmm, because we've never seen them before but that we get to meet his brother and sister yeah they seem very nice barbara and jerry yeah and they said that they so barbara i guess is the only daughter so she's sort of a uh and she looks older than kwame maybe Mm -hmm. so she's sort of a pseudo you know mother figure to him and um they said that they told their dad i'm not Mm -hmm. sure why kwame didn't tell him but they said that their dad was happy for him yeah 
Um, but they know that, you know, the mom is not, and she's very, you know, she's very religious and she's very, she's devoted to the word. This is not what she's not going to approve of this basically Mm -hmm. ever, but she's praying for him. She's praying for him. And then they all pray together. Yes. You know, so it was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they showed up for him. Yeah. I mean, God, at least he had some family there, but, um. And Chelsea gets together. I, I liked her dress. The earrings were terrible. Oh, my God. Her jewelry was the hideous. The jewelry was awful. And, and the necklace, hideous. I mean, if she had to take anything off, it would be the earrings first. Oh, definitely. The earrings, definitely. So the ugly. The necklace, I would like for her to take it off and maybe it was something it like else. rhinestones? It was too much. It was too much. She had much. all these different styles. Okay, the, fir- the earrings were like these grandma earrings yes like they were i don't even know and what I they feel were like other people in the wedding were wearing variations of them as someone well should some, have, some s- someone should have said uh that doesn't work but she had all this different kind of and i didn't like her hair it was yeah it was too curly and, and then she had a bunch of stuff up in her hair some other like mm-hmm. uh jewelry for the hair i don't know what it's called yeah she looked like she was going to a prom like and her bouquet was too big i mean i love those kind of flowers it was like white orchids and then it mm-hmm. had some random pink calla lilies but it was too big and it was it was and the, all the pink mm-hmm. you know she really does like pink. Yeah, she likes pink all these pink accents and everything so anyway we get to the wedding and when when barbara walks uh does barbara yeah, Barbara, Kwame Barbara goes, with Kwame. Yeah, but she goes in and sees Chelsea first and introduces herself right, and gives right. her that really lovely bag and tells her. Oh, I yeah, that was a very kin- nice. Kinte cloth, um, of, you know, from their country. I was like something, something new, something, something blue, blue. Like yeah. she was, she. I thought that was very kind and very yes. classy of her. Barbara is very classy. Yeah, she is not taking sides yeah. or whatever. She's there to support Kwame. Um. But then did she walk down the aisle with Kwame? Yes. Okay. She did. She was. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole time that she's just saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's getting picked up on her mic and they're playing it. And then she when she's even after she sits down in the front row, um, she's still saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I don't know. Yeah, didn't seem really great. I never write down like the vows or anything. At this stage of this, I'm always like, okay, let's, just go, like, hurry let's up. go, let's yeah. go. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Let's just hear I do or I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do their vows, mm-hmm. and then uh, Chelsea says I do, which no one doubted. Right? Chelsea was saying I do down at the pods. Okay, right, you know. Right. So then, and then it was just yeah. a cliffhanger. It was so, and I yelled in my. I was just like, what? God. <laughs> Damn it! You did. You didn't. and my husband was like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Oh, nothing. I'm fine." Yeah, <laughs> it was a TV show. <laughs> oh my god, that's it. So tell everyone what's happening next week because for the rest of Love Is Blind. Okay, so episode twelve, which is the rest of the weddings, is on next week. Next Friday. Um, next. Well, it drops Friday. What would which that? would be tomorrow? That would be the uh, as people are listening to this tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow. Yeah, that would be the fifteenth. No. No, crap. What day is... look up... Get that calendar out. 15th. So, no, 14th. 14th. Okay. And then on the 16th, which is the... Sunday. Uh, the next Sunday, at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern, is a live... Yes. Um, reunion. 
So we are going to, uh, we'll, we'll have the episode 12 next, mm-hmm. next Thursday, and then we'll do a special. We'll, we'll do them both together. Hmm? We can record them both together. We'll figure this out. Okay. Well, you're asking me to explain it. So (laughs) I was just trying to explain it. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to cover all that stuff. The the final episodes of this. Oh, and then I had one last piece of um, gossip. So do you know, Bartise had a baby. Yes. I was, I kept forgetting about that. Yes. Yes. Bartise had a baby. We don't know who the mom is. And he keeps, you know, he's dropped a lot of photos of the baby. And apparently in all of the little like things he's like well i'm a villain on tv but in oh, this yeah. kid's mind i'm a hero it's like a little bit like okay bartice you know yeah oh and then one of the pictures that shows him standing in front of the tv with the baby watching love is blind oh, and i couldn't at first i looked at the screen i was trying to see who was on the screen it's a woman she's lying on the couch with a blanket on and at first i thought it was nancy mm. and i thought oh my god he's really trolling her but then i looked and i like no i think that might be chelsea or jackie or somebody mm-hmm. else i don't know anyway um i think jackie would have been Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's interesting because he was just on that. Did you watch that perfect yes, match? Yes, I, I I sadly watched the entire <laughs> season of per- Perfect Match. I feel very shameful that I did, but it was like a train wreck. And and because uh, we weren't covering it, it was great. I didn't have to take notes. I didn't have to pay attention. I could walk away for hours and then come back <laughs> and be like, oh, we're, we're still in a new bikini and what's happening now? Yeah. I hated myself the whole time, but it was great. <laughs> Well, yeah. So I'm curious. Yes, yes. I know. I wonder who this woman is and we'll what's see. going on. A little gossip. So okay. he didn't end up with anybody from the perfect no, match show? No, no one did. No one oh. in that show. Was, even at the end of the show, these two people who didn't even win the show, mm-hmm. they get engaged. So they didn't even win the show, even though they got engaged. Oh. They broke up. Oh. Like the two people that were so committed and got engaged, and it was a whole thing. They broke up. Oh. And and what you win for it is you win like an all expense paid vacation to some place that you want to go in the world. But everybody is international. Like there's people from Australia. There's people from Europe. There's people from the U.S., Canada. And so one guy, I think the winners want she was from Australia and he lived in Canada. So no one can stay together. You know, like it's insane. Right. That is dumb. And they couldn't even settle. I don't know if they ever even went on that trip. It's so dumb. It was just all for camera time. Okay. Well, I'm sure there'll be a season two. Yes. Um, All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you like the podcast, we would appreciate if you would subscribe and also give it a five star rating and a nice review. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But if you must, Curtis criticize yes. something that's fine, fine. that's fine we'll, we we'll, we'll we'll consider it and <laughs> offer a rebuttal if necessary <laughs> okay all right peace out bye, bye.